It's finally here. The Justice League snacks. The Justice League Zack Snyder cut is here. We've watched it. Uh, this is a movie that has been in like four years in the making, kind of. Um, people petitioned Warner Brothers for this, posted, yelled at them. We got uh, uh, Josh Whedon slash Zack Snyder vision in the theaters. People did not like it. A lot of people did not like it. I thought it was okay. I was entertained for what it was. Uh, but people wanted to see Zack Snyder's vision. And we got it. In four hours. Yes, four hours. It released on HBO Max. This is my review of the movie. Before we drop and get into that, go ahead and hit five stars. Um... If you're listening to this on audio version, uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to, hit five stars, give some feedback. That'd be greatly appreciated. Also, if you're listening to the YouTube version, go hit the like button. And while you're there, you might as well hit the subscribe button. You're already there. Go ahead. Go and push it. It's okay. I won't tell nobody. But yeah, <laughs> hit us in the comment down below. That's my phone vibrating. Comment down below if you, how you felt about the movie. This is going to be spoiler filled. We're going to talk all the spoiler stuff, so if you haven't watched the movie and you got four hours and 20 minutes to kill, go watch it and then come back and listen to us chat about it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Intro out the way. Let's go ahead and dive into this, guys. So, quick synopsis of the movie. Uh, Justice League is basically the continuation of the story Zack has been telling since Man of Steel, which also came... Batman vs. Superman, and now Justice League. Yeah, Zach's been telling this movie. This is his three-picture movie that he wanted to do. This is his full vision. He came back, shot some scenes, but most of the stuff he had already shot, he just got to edit and do the visual effects for. So they spent an extra $70 million to get him to give him the vision that he wanted to do. Um... And we're going to try to get into it. Quick thoughts. It's long and unnecessary. I'm going to be honest with you. It was long and unnecessary. The real question is, do we need this Zack Snyder vision of Justice League? Or could we just let what we saw go on? Um, there are clear, clear differences between Zack Snyder's vision and Josh Whedon's vision of this movie. There's clear differences. Um, some of it is just a lot more slow-mo in Zack's vision. <laughs> and I mean a lot of slow-mo. Like, Lois Lane is doing slow-mo getting coffee. Like, why? Why is that happening? That doesn't need to happen. But, one thing I can say about Zack's vision. It is beautiful. It looks great. I cannot deny the man knows how to shoot scenes beautifully. He really does. Now, dealing with people, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Giving this nuance, whole nother story. Um, yeah, it was just, it's just, it was giving us way too much of one thing. 
he'll he basically just bash you over the head with it over and over again. And sometimes something of a good thing too many times is too much. It's just a fact. Um, but let's kind of break down some of the things. Uh, I'm going to kind of go character to character. And then I'm going to kind of break down Josh's, well, semi-breakdown. Because I'm not going to be here for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes on this. Even though it is a four-hour movie, a lot of stuff wasn't needed. We could have cut that down a bit. But let's get into it. The difference, the... The instant differences we see with Zach's and Josh's cut. Josh did try to throw a little more humor in it. He did be, was able to give you character development in a shorter period of time. Cut some stuff and let it get there faster. He has that ability. He can do that. Zach likes to really draw it out. Sometimes a little too much. Be a hundred percent with you. Um, Josh is sexist. There's a lot of upskirt shots of Wonder Woman. Did not need that. It kind of takes away from her a little bit. Really didn't need that. Josh definitely took those out. Gave her the respect she deserves as Wonder Woman. So he did right by that. Um, Josh had this weird color correction going on where he made things super vibrant at times um josh's i mean zach's version stayed kind of the same color palette throughout which gave it a more rich feel which is weird because it's not as bright but it still feels rich so touche on that um dialogue josh no writes funnier dialogue quippier dialogue um Zach's dialogue, it's it's bland. It's not how people necessarily would talk, I would say. Uh, it's very informational. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's weird. It's just weird. 100%. Um, the other thing that Josh did was take out a lot of the people of color in this. Uh, we find out that Vic Stone's dad, uh, I forgot his dad's name, I'm, I'm blanking on it, had a actual, not an assistant, but uh, one of his actual, not employees, but co-workers was, um, an, I, don't, I don't know if he's Asian or Japanese, I think he's Asian American, was Asian American man who was actually in the movie, not a lot, but quite a bit, had some speaking roles, and the rumor is that he was supposed to become the Adam. So that would have been really interesting. Josh took him out completely. His scenes didn't really bring more to the movie per se. But it was nice to see uh, someone else as a scientist trying to figure out stuff. Who could have been later on something else in this universe. That was great. He also took out Iris West. uh, A black woman. uh, uh, Flash's love interest. Uh, Barry Allen. Is it Barry Allen? Yeah, I think it's Barry Allen. Love interest. Uh, Once again, her scene... Was it needed? Not at all. Did it help? Uh, Not really. Um, 
it just showed Flash really doesn't know how to use his powers to an extent. Um, cause he, he, he was, I don't know if he, he was using them on instinct and he literally burst through his shoes. The gag with the hot dog. Some people thought it was funny. Some people thought it was a penis joke. I figured it out once seen him with the dogs. Yeah, I got that. But it was like, really? You just blew their window out. You owe them money. <laughs> you owe them money. And I'm a truck driver. You don't drive and reach down below for a dirty hamburger. You don't do that. That made no sense. Like, I think they could have did something more realistic to where they had a kid come out on the road and the truck veered to get away from him. That would have been more realistic in that situation instead of this dirty hamburger on the floor. It's just stupid. But then again, people are stupid too, so somewhat realistic. Um, he also took out more of Vic's father. Vic's father is a, a is a lot has a lot more to do in Zach's version than Josh's version. Um, and Vic's father is really good. He's I forget his name. Oh, he's the dude from Terminator Two. So he pretty much plays the same role. He's a scientist. Did some stuff trying to cover it up. Ends up sacrificing himself, which I don't even know why he had to sacrifice himself. I get it, movie sacrifice makes sense, but he didn't have to do that. He could have just put the box there, let the light hit, and not be in the same vicinity of it. Easily done. Um, Some people are saying Zach's is more team-based. You can see them come together as a team. Realistically, no. They're, They're not a team. Superman is their big weapon. Superman came back and did some stuff. And then everybody else follows Superman. That's what happened in both of them. At at the end of at each one of these, Superman is the deciding factor. He beats up uh um Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf was handing everybody their butts. He was taking everybody out. Uh Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman, Flash, Steppenwolf no problem. He had no problems with them. The only person he had problems with is Superman. They didn't come together as a team, really. They somewhat did a combo move, but I wouldn't even call it a combo move because Superman did the work and they just cleaned up after him, realistically. So I can't say either one of the movies, they were a team. It was actually a team movie. Because their big gun is Superman, 100%. As a team, you brought him back, maybe, but you guys weren't all on board on bringing him back either. Um, just to be hundred percent, um, yeah, it's just so long. There's <laughs> so many shots of people peering up at the sky. Slow mo shots of that. We have a slow mo shot of Lois drinking coffee. Uh, just unnecessary, unnecessary. But I do like. That it picks up right after Batman vs. Superman. It picks up right after Batman vs. Superman. Where it uh, ties everything back to Superman, though. That's That's the thing I don't like. Stop tying everything back to Superman. His scream opens up the mother boxes. Like, no. Come on. The fact that we had two Kryptonians fighting in the city. They snapped his neck and that... That that big 
shockwave of him getting his neck snap didn't wake up the mother boxes. Why is Superman scream wake up the mother boxes? Makes no sense. I mean, I guess you can say Superman's stronger than Zod because he's been absorbing the sun for longer and it's in his all in his body. Cool, whatever. But still, no need to tie it back to Superman. No need. Um, but if you don't know, yeah, Superman opens the mother boxes, which caused Stephen Wolf to come to this planet to um, get the mother box and retrieve them. Uh, uh, let's go into characters. So first, Batman. Batman is still Batman. We lose the um, the scene of him on the roof with the parademon in this. I thought that was a decent scene. It shows Batman uh, being a detective. That's one thing in this. You lose detective Batman, but you also lose jackass Batman. Because in Whedon's versions, Batman was a dick to Wonder Woman. He 100% was. Uh, he's not like that in this. But still have that same problem him going around as Bruce Wayne pretty much telling everybody he's Batman. What's the point of having a secret identity if you can tell everybody? Um, yeah, that makes no sense. You also lose a key moment in... Whedon's Justice League, where Batman has Lois come with them when they're resurrecting Superman. That is his contingency plan. He knows out of anybody, she can stop him if he goes bad. You don't do that in Zack's version. Lois just happens to come upon them. So if she didn't come, Superman would have killed them all. He would have killed Batman first and then killed the rest of the Justice League. So, at that point, your your movie's done. There's two giant movie-ending plot holes in Zack's. Giant ones that people kind of try to act like it happened. That first one is Batman. When they brought back Superman, if he didn't bring Lois, if Lois didn't happen to walk over there, Superman would have kept going on his rampage and murdered them all. Um, but we're talking about Batman, so we'll get to the other one in a second. Uh, yeah, but all all in all, Batman is still... Batman, they have Batman running on hope. Batman's never run on hope. He's never been like, well, I'm just going to hope it works out. That's not Batman. That's not Batman. Batman is all about knowing the variables, having plans on top of plans. He don't do nothing without a plan. He's not hoping for the best. That's not Batman. And he had this whole issue of uh, he felt like he was the one that did wrong to Superman. And he... He has this guilt of trying to bring him back or making it right, which is weird. That's not Batman either. Um, Batman doesn't operate like that. And it feels like Zack doesn't understand how Batman operates. We can tell by the other movie he didn't understand how Superman operates either. So, two for two. Not good. Um, yeah, that's all the stuff on Batman. Let's move on to Superman. Um... Superman is not in this long. There are some key things I did like in this Superman. But there's some key things you lose in this as well. So the whole... His two fathers talking to him while he's picking out a suit. That is really good. Unfortunately, one of his fathers told him not to be who he was. (laughs) Like, they changed the wording. Because I'm pretty sure... uh, um, What is his name? Oh, I forgot his name. Superman's Earth Dad, we should call him Earth Dad because I blanked out his name right now. 
Paul Kent, uh, that's not his name. Um, he was when that tornado thing. He told him, "No, don't do that. You need to stay hidden." Like you told him not to be who he is, but then in this flashback, they're telling him he's saying be who he is. So that's kind of confusing. Um, but they also give him the black suit. They don't really explain why they give him a black suit. In the comments, he gets a black suit to heal his body. And this, it was just, ah, I think I'm going to pick this suit this time. No rhyme or reason to it. Um, I wish they would have more reason to it. You also lose the moment in Super in this in, um, Zack's Justice League when Superman, at the end fight, is fighting Steppenwolf. And he goes off to save people, which... Yes, that was still terrible having people in this nuclear zone. But he goes off to save them, and he is happy. Like, when when Superman comes back after Lois, and he calms down, and he realizes who he is, he comes back happy. Like, that is Superman. He's happy. He has hope. He's joyful. That's the one thing I, I really like in Josh's version. He made Superman happy again. He wasn't depressed. He wasn't sad. What was me? Like, he was happy. He was happy to be Superman. That's what Josh brought to him. Zack took that away, unfortunately. So that's the one big difference is I hate in this Superman. Like, that was the first time I started to like Henry Cavill as Superman in Josh's version. Because he was a happy Superman. Like, nowhere in any of... Uh, Zack Superman run the whole time from Man of Steel till now was he actually happy? He was just there and mostly there, sad and depressed. Bro, you can fly. Why are you sad? Come on. Yeah, I get it. Last year, kind. I get that. But you have plenty of time to deal with that. Plenty of time. You are a hero. You got a girl. <clears throat> you might have a baby, but you good. You good. So that's the only things I kind of was upset about Zack's version with Superman. He wasn't happy anymore. Um, Steppenwolf. He has a different design. He got this. The armor is kind of cool. I give it to you. The armor is cool. The way it moves kind of on its own. Um, the way he did with the um, with the. The arrows he got hit with, uh, kind of cool. Look cool. Um, he has a little better dialogue. Uh, he seems a little more charismatic. Um, his design's not as fugly, uh, but he is the he is the second to the boss guy. That's what he is. Uh, I think he did a better role in this. I'll give you that. And he did what he was supposed to do. Show show the world a kind of a threat, but knowing that he couldn't get beat, he did his job. I liked him. I liked him a little better in Zack's version than Josh's version. I'll give him that. Now, Darkseid, who we didn't see in Josh's version, we only heard the whispers of. Um, I don't think we. I don't think we seen him. We might have seen him, just a flash of him. Um, I'm not a fan of his design. He seems unproportionate or something uh it's kind of weird but then there's this here is the second big flaw in this movie dark side first comes to earth gets beat which already right there it's weird like people try to say oh he was young dark side he hadn't taken the throne 
My man's was still conquering planets at that point. He had a whole armada. He was doing things. He actually found the thing he has been looking for, the anti-life, which they forget for some reason. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I didn't like his design fully. I think he could have been more menacing. Um, He didn't feel menacing. He didn't feel like you should bow down to him. He didn't give off that feel. Um, The anti-life equation. He does find it on Earth. He gets beat. He retreats, leaves the anti-life equation, leaves the mother boxes, and doesn't come back to Earth. Why? Did he forget? Some people say he forgot. But then I found out somebody um, watched it and played it back. And they showed that uh, Ares, when Ares hit him with the axe, which that fight is still really cool. Awesome. You see Ares, Hercules... And there's another god. Also, you see uh, Green Lantern get killed. You see the fight. Great fight. But when Ares hits him with the axe, he makes that blow. When Darkseid... Darkseid never uh, repairs his armor from that blow to remember that fight. But he doesn't remember the planet that fight happened on. (laughs) Hold on, bro. You telling me the one time you got beat... Got sent packing where you lost your boxes and found the thing you've been searching the universe for. You forgot where that was and never came back. Come on, bro. Come on. That's a huge plot hole. If he would have came back 10 years later, he would have got the anti-life, destroyed the planet, made it is made it another apocalypse. And we wouldn't be here. Superman would have never landed there. Um, Wonder Woman would have died on that planet. Batman would have never been born. All that wouldn't happen. So that's a huge plot hole. Huge plot hole that they don't really they they try to explain it to where like oh it was a uh, it was a uh, what do you say not rumor but a myth. It's not a myth. It happened. It happened. He knows it happened. We know it happened. And we just act like it. So that was a big huge plot hole. Um. But you do see Darkseid's minions, Granny Goodness, uh, what is this, uh, what's, what's this dude's name, Seeker, Darkseid, whatever that guy named that was talking to Steppenwolf, uh, Reckless, just talking to Reckless, like, I told you he wouldn't be able to do it, just Reckless, like, I'm not really scared of Darkseid coming at this point, like, not really, to be honest with you, no, I'm not saying we gonna see it, cause they not making, I don't think they can take Continued with the Snyderverse, so we don't have to worry about seeing this version of Darkseid per se. Uh, other characters, Cyborg. I still like Cyborg. Like that was that was the person I liked the best in the first one. I liked Cyborg. I thought it was cool. I loved um, Ray Fisher the way he did it. I can understand why he's upset and wanted to go through all the things he wanted to go through with the investigation and stuff because they did him wrong they did him wrong um of course his scenes got extended you got more of his story um i still got the gist of his story in the first one this just do some stuff on some stuff was cool to see the football scene is beautifully shot it is beautifully shot i'll give it that the whole money scene where he's in 
the internet. The concept is cool. The the scene itself, I didn't feel like I needed it because uh, I already got underst- already understood his character that he is willing to help. I already understood that. Um, I they did put back the scene in where he's telling the cops, uh, "You might want to leave" or whatever he said. I'm glad he got that in. They kept in uh, Aquaman's my man. That's my stuff. They kept that in. Um, the scene where he gets suspended for helping another student pass a test by cheating for him. That I didn't feel that was needed, but I think that was no. Because you see, he has another scene with his mom. They also kept his mom in, which is really good. I like the scenes with her, except for that one at the school. But yeah, I was all aboard on Star- uh, Cyborg. I wanted to see a Cyborg movie. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately, at, at this point. But Cyborg's still my favorite character in even this four-hour cut. He's still my favorite character. Hands down, great performance. I definitely like him. Um, We have Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any. They didn't change much. They didn't change too much with Cyborg. Like his character stayed the same. Aquaman. They did adjust him a little bit. He's not so much surfer dude. He has this. Um, he has this moment where he's like, I don't think it's a good idea. We bring Superman back because when when once you die, he says something about once you die, uh, uh, some pieces even if you come back, some pieces don't come back. He was really against bringing him back. Um, which gave him a little more, a couple more layers. But Aquaman is basically Aquaman. Jason Momoa did a great job as Aquaman. He's Aquaman. Hands down. I, I wouldn't change that for the world. They still do the bubble stuff. Which we've already got away from that. So that's already a relic of the past. I don't know why they didn't just change that. Like We're not going to do the bubble stuff. They did show. Um, I forgot the name of the dude. Which I don't even think they needed a scene where they had the two to teach us Aquaman how to use the trident. They have him in this movie. They didn't need William Defoe. They didn't need to have William Defoe in this movie. Definitely didn't need it. Um, they have Mira. Mira's still doing her scenes. It's okay. Uh, you can leave her scenes in. It's not a big issue. It, it, it stays along with the regular run cut. I'm fine with that. Aquaman's fine. Uh, then we have Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is... I can't say uh, Josh Whedon hurt Wonder Woman. Because Wonder Woman 84 did that. Wonder Woman 84 really hurt Wonder Woman. This is a great way to see Wonder Woman back as Wonder Woman. You see her still. She's still passionate she still cares about people. She cared about Cyborg, but she's still a warrior as well. Uh, you see her still fighting. You still you see her doing her thing. Um, they extended that scene in the museum, which is the extension is good. But then there's a part where she just destroys the museum, and you're like, "Hey, don't you take care of artifacts? So you're just destroying buildings. You're just destroying whole buildings." And letting all this stuff fall on people, because like you know, there's people outside this building because the police is guarded off. You just you just destroy it. That made no sense. Her killing the guys, I have no problem with that. 
That's fine. Her killing those guys, cool. But you could have stopped those guys killing them without destroying that building. I'm sorry. That last psh was just just for no reason. I guess that's her still dealing with men's lack of love for each other, maybe. But that felt out of place in that moment. And then the whole um, little girls like, can I be you when I grow up? Uh, it, it was touching. It was touching. Um, it felt a little forced, though, but it was it was okay. It felt a little forced. But overall, Wonder Woman is great. One complaint. Why is she calling Superman Kal-El? She didn't know that man that long. She met this man one time in a fight where he died. What makes you think you'd be just calling this man Kal-El? Like, I thought that was very weird. Like, very weird that she was, like, calling him Kal-El. And, like, I didn't like that. That didn't sit right with me. But other than that, Wonder Woman was good. And then I heard somebody say Wonder Woman is almost as powerful as Superman. Come on. Let's be real. If Wonder Woman was almost as powerful as Superman in this movie, they wouldn't have brought back Superman. Wonder Woman would have been able to take out Steppenwolf. I do say they extended, um, oh, whatever their names. I'm, it's going to come to me every second. It's the Wonder Woman, Amazonians, the Amazons. So they extended the scene where Steppenwolf takes the box from, um, I forgot the island that I'm on, but where the Amazons stay. Oh, I should have wrote this down, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> such a long movie. I had time to write it down. Uh, they, he takes the box. They extended the scene. And they change it to where Wonder Woman's mother does something to put in fact to make the the dome that the uh, mother box is being held in falls off a cliff into the water. And there's a moment where she looks back right when she's about to do it. And that evades the emotion that she's not only about to sink this, she's also going to kill the people or her, late, her female companions in the process of this. That was touching. That was touching. I give it to that. That was touching. I was okay with that extension. But if this guy is so powerful, why do you think that would work? It also begs a different. Maybe they need to upgrade their systems. Because swords and spears are not doing it. I know Amazons are slightly more stronger than regular human beings. But I you know, Wonder Woman is a demigod, so she's way more stronger than them. So her using the sword is a lot more different than them using a the sword. Just something to think about. Yeah, and then we have Flash. Yeah, you heard that silence? Yeah, that's what I feel about Flash. I dislike Ezra Miller passionately being Flash. He's still annoying. He's still... He's the comic relief, but he's not funny. Like, at no point in his lines funny. There's only one line that's funny, and it's not even him delivering it. It's somebody else delivering it about him with the whole hat thing. Jason Momoa did that amazingly. Flash was just there. Um, they did. They still have the grave digging scene. And so this is why I feel like the Iris West scene didn't need to be in there. Because... After that scene, he kind of seems like he likes her. But then there's a scene where he is talking to Cyborg about Wonder Woman. And he's like, you think she'll go for me? And I was like, wait, weren't you 
supposed to be into Iris. I get it. The first time you met him, blah, blah, this. But that would if you would have just made him interested in that girl, that would have gave him a reason to want to save the world. That's just easy writing. A reason for wanting him to save the world. He still trips too much. For a guy that moves fast, shouldn't be tripping like this. Sorry. Um, they use his time traveling, which is... It's so it's different now because we think of time travel differently now. So now there is a whole nother the way we used to think of time travel, you just change the time. But now we see it as you changed everything. So you going back in time messed that up. So it's really weird. I'm not saying he can't do that. We know he can, and I'm okay with it. But I really wish they wouldn't have used it in this. That's another thing with Zack Snyder. He tries to cram too many things in. Like with Batman vs. Superman. He did Batman meeting Superman. Their fight. Their fight against each other. Doomsday. And the death of Superman. All in one movie. Pick one of them and tell a compelling story about that. Not 16 different ideas and give you pieces of idea. This story definitely should have been just one thing. The Justice League coming together fighting Steppenwolf. Now you kind of have Flash in there with the uh, his powers. It just... it just His t- time traveling powers, which he used twice, I think. Because he time traveled when they were using it to bring back... Um, um, Superman... And he time traveled at the end, which it wasn't very clear that's what he did. So even with you doing this, you still didn't make it clear that's what he did. Some people could be confused in it. Um, it's just, it, it just, uh, I, I, maybe it's because maybe it's I don't like that character. It seems so much more out of place to me. Or maybe not the character, the guy playing that character. So maybe that makes it feel more out of place for me. But just, uh, it felt like it wasn't needed. <sighs> and y'all just, at, at no point did nobody say, hey, why are you running like that? Why are you flailing your arms about? Oh, there's a mosquito in here. Uh, sorry, there's a mosquito. I'm trying to kill it. <laughs> why are you flailing your arms about? And I get it. I think they were trying to have it to where he was pulling electricity from things, which is a good way to differentiate, differentiate, I can't say that word, to make a difference between your Flash and other Flashes. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. The execution of that idea didn't work out, so you should have went back to the drawing plan. Um, That's just how I felt. Um, Who else? We do get Martian Manhunter in this. That was not needed. Just leave him out. He gets two scenes. One scene where he pretends to be Martha. Martha! And he he's going to comfort Lois, who we find out might be pregnant in this. And is real sad. It hasn't been back to the Daily Bugle since Superman died, which is understandable. Superman died. Love of your life died. I get that. Um, but him, why are you going to her? 
You know they about to fight this alien monster. Why you ain't going to them? Why you ain't helping them? And at the end, after they did all the work, you come back and be like, hey, Batman, next time you guys are dealing with this kind of threat, I'll be here to help. Hold on, bro. You been here the whole time and you didn't help? Why? Because he, if the theory is correct, he was actually in Man of Steel. He was one of the generals in Man of Steel. Why you ain't help? Why you ain't help with Doomsday? Why you ain't help with Steppenwolf? How long you been here? Like, that's a real question. Did you not help with the first time Darkseid came? Where you been, bruh? Where you been? Like, I think they should just left him out of it completely. Honestly. Definitely left him out of it. Alfred is still Alfred. Still uh, mean. Kind of a dick to Bruce. Uh, but it's a different look for Alfred. I- I'm okay with that. <laughs> and that's pretty much the movie. We do have... The extended nightmare scene. Um, it's kind of cool, but not necessary at all. So let's just talk about it a little bit. So in the extended nightmare scene uh, of Bruce is because he is a vision. He has another vision for him. He wakes up, but in the vision he sees himself, Cyborg. Um, is it Deathstroke? Deathstroke, Mira, The Flash, and Joker are in this wasteland trying to uh, hide from Superman. Um, but they're talking a lot. And uh, Batman and Joker have this whole conversation about how Batman would uh, doesn't ever want to sacrifice himself. And we wouldn't be here if he just sacrificed himself instead of sacrificing other people, which is true. I get that. But it's like Joker would never work with Batman. Even at the end of the world, that wouldn't happen. So that's stupid. Um, Lisa, I don't think he would. Knowing the character from what I've seen him in, I don't think he would. But they're doing all this conversation and you're hiding from a guy that has super hearing. Why are you doing this? And you're out in the open. And, of course, he finds him, and he's about to go wreck shop. And that's the end of the scene. Uh, it's another look at uh, Jared Leto's Joker. It is doesn't improve on it, in my opinion, but some people think it's great. Um, yeah, like I say, it is not better than the theater release version. It's not worse than it. It's just... Slightly less annoying at times, but definitely way too long. <laughs> uh, so that's my review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hit me down in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. How did you like it? What did you like? What am I wrong about? Let me know. Uh, let's have a friendly debate. Don't be coming at me or I'll come at you. Real talk. Uh, but yeah, let me know. You can also hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Blackie Cool, everything all of the social medias uh thank you guys for listening uh i will be dropping a podcast later on today i did this earlier um so check out the podcast blackie cool podcast check that out all right guys thanks for listening and i'll see you in the next one